3: It's the Tuesday Laurie and Julia Show, my talk about our 7-1, everything entertainment. Holly Roberts is in for Laurie today, and as uh, Julia mentioned, just before the top of the hour, at the bottom of this hour, right around there, we'll have another Palantyne winner. And that person gets a uh, one and a half dozen multi-colored roses accented with lush greens, and delicious fresh whipping cream truffles from Abdallah. And they will be uh, delivered to the recipient's uh, winner's I feel, choice.
0: I feel like Abdallah should send us those whipping cream truffles. I've never even heard of them before. They sound so they amazing, decadent, don't they? Yes. yes. I'm just like, what? <laughs> What the heck is that? It sounds oh. it sounds so 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 good.
3: All right, stay tuned for that. It's coming
0: well, you know we're very lucky that um, we have all these stations to watch and all these things to stream and all these things we can do to keep us company during these time this time of the year um, because we don't want to leave the house because we don't want to leave the house. <laughs> you know, Donnie, can you find the announcement from um, David Spade? Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. David and he's Spade. going. What's to going on be... with
3: David Spade? Is he going to tell us?
0: Well. I think he is. He's going to have a new show.
3: All right, here
2: we go. Hey, everybody. It's David Spade. Woo! Hold for applause. Three, two, one. I'm here at Comedy Central. Deesh, deesh, deesh. You know it. We're at the offices doing my announcement. Guys, I'm doing a show at Comedy Central. Everyone's freaking out. We decided to take a gamble on me. Comedy Central said, let's get this guy. It's risky, He's done 22 movies, 14 TV shows, seven sitcoms, two books, an audiobook, two specials, and he's on TMZ a lot. We're going to cover everything. Pop culture, whatever's funny, whatever's stupid, whatever's dumb, it'll be me and my stupid friends. And we'll talk about Cardi B, Cardi C, Cardi D. But the big headline is there will be no politics. Mostly because I'm too stupid. I went to community college. I have six credits in anthropology. I don't even understand what's going on out there. (laughs) Unless Cardi B runs for something. Then we'll sort of overlap a little bit. This is going to be a great show, people. Don't let me fool you.
1: I've always liked him. Oh, this is gonna be I, like his bit on SNL where yeah. he used to do that Spade in Hollywood thing. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but you're you're looking forward to this and you like David Spade a lot. I've always liked him. I yeah. think there's
0: something about him. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of clever. Um so he's getting a show on Comedy Central. Yep. Um, Last Call with Carson Daly is ending after 17 seasons. Well, say it isn't so, Julia. I say can't. I didn't know it, it was isn't. still on. Thank you. I can't. No, <laughs> I'm you, dead serious because <laughs> you have Jimmy Fallon, then you have Seth uh, Myers, and then it literally, I couldn't believe it's still on, Last Call with Carson Daly. Oh. So um, he is stepping away to concentrate on his duties as host of The Orange Room this Today's Show. Yeah. Producer on The Voice and spend more time with his family. Family, He had a really tough year. I think both of his parents passed away last year. They did. Um, he has been filling in a lot on NBC Morning on the Today Show. So it's done. It's if you had, it
1: bittersweet.
0: If, mm-hmm, he said, if you had told me in 2002, I would be part of the historic NBC Late Night family for 17 years, I would have said you were crazy. Hard to believe. It's been so long. 2,000 episodes. Wow. wow. Um,
3: Not as many as we've done. So,
0: no, no, oh. no. And he says, my 20s, we're talking about Carson Daly, my 20s were about finding a good job. My 30s were about taking as many of them as I could. Now in my 40s, I'm focused on quality over quantity. I want to do more of my today family and hosting and producing the voice and explore new opportunities.
1: So he's still at NBC. He negotiated a nice deal for mm-hmm. himself. I um I had a restraining order. Oh,
3: okay. Well, Excuse you know, me. Talking about yourself? Hard yes. left here. Against with, whom?
1: With Carson Car- Daly.
3: Oh, the Vegas thing. Yeah,
1: yeah the Vegas thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. didn't you guys try to yeah. like throw nipples at him or something? Well, I did. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: yeah I, um,
1: he was at Treasure,
0: or Golden Nugget, downtown gambling. Yeah. And, you know, he was all that with uh, TRL. Last call, what was his? TRL. Total, yeah, Total, Total, Total Live. Live. Yeah. Yeah. On MTV. He was all that. And I thought, well, wouldn't they want to have some of our nipple enhancers? Of course. Why wouldn't they? I, that's what I thought. Well, and put them on wrong. today's <laughs> pop princesses and princes. Listen, you see them everywhere still. Um, but he was just, I swear I gave him the pitch and he just looked through me. Mm. And I was right, you know, face to face, cheek to cheek with him. Nipple to nipple. Uh yeah, <laughs> um, and then suddenly security comes. <laughs> We've had a lot of security incidents, Lori and I, in casinos. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Some we're not so proud of. Well, wasn't there you know. a
3: bar you were thrown out of? Her? Oh, Donny. Yeah. Do right. we also with the <laughs> yes. no. 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 Okay. It was, well, wait Wait. The, <laughs> gimme, she may gimme not want to tell pit. that story. Oh, okay.
1: Let's, just, the let's just say <laughs> nipples. Let's just
0: say my cousin, who works at the New York Times and lives in Times Square above a famous bar, yeah. could not believe his cousin. <laughs> s- we're not allowed to go in his favorite bar anymore. Oh my goodness! Oh
3: well, the we're drama.
0: really not sure how awful it was, but when we went back to the bar to meet him in it the next day, the bartender
1: said, "Out, out,
3: out, <laughs> out spot." Out. Oh,
1: you guys must have done something pretty fierce. It was during the nipple tennis. phase.
2: Yeah, oh, so blame it, it on the nipples. So. I will,
1: because I'm telling you,
0: it, is, it probably sounds very salacious when you say to someone, do you want to see my nipples?
2: Well, well of course yes. it does. Have I told
1: you about my nipple invention? Yeah. But, you know, either people are going to turn you away, or they're going to be, mm, tell <laughs> me more about your nipples. Right. Don't
3: know if you don't oh, try. Oh, that
0: can't be confused with the night when I was a Playboy reporter um that okay. donnie we were in vegas during that one
3: yeah
0: i know what happens in vegas stays
1: yeah. in vegas julia i think
3: okay yeah. now don't oh, forget the guy in vegas who in the elevator who thought you were a hooker
0: did. i always I said was hello <laughs> man sometimes he said, i'm that happily happens, married <laughs> i just Dude, <laughs> said hello <that a>
1: <laughs> <laughs> somebody thought i was a hooker once in a steakhouse on the sunset strip well of course why wouldn't they <laughs> were you alone <laughs> no <laughs> what Well, I I was was not. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Yes, it is very weird. Now, I will tell you that this steakhouse is a known haunt for industry insiders hanging out at the bar and offering their services. I was not doing that. I guess I took it as a compliment. I don't know. (laughs) Right. It was in the middle. We had just done our show from
0: Vegas. And Lori and I get in the elevator and this guy walks in and I said, hi, how are you doing? And he said, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was literally what came out of his mouth. And I'm just like, I, I didn't even say anything. You were just being polite. I'm just nice. I do silly things. Okay. So Donnie, I feel like you've read this book. I think Lori's read this book, The Devil in the White City. Oh, in, yes. Oh, yes, I want to read yeah. this one. This is about the yes. serial killer in Chicago, yes, right? Yes, in and it, what it's about, it's... um. The spellbinding and chilly true story of two men, an architect and a serial killer whose fates were forever linked by the Chicago World's Fair of 19, excuse me, 1893. Mm -hmm. Um, Daniel H. Bernhardt, a brilliant and uh, fastidious architect racing to make his mark on the world, and Henry H. Holmes, a handsome and cunning doctor who fashioned his own Pharmaceutical murder castle on the fairgrounds. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, a man. palace built to seduce, yeah. torture, and do other things to young women. Anywho, it's been tried for a decade at least to be it's made into a movie. Development hell. Yep, but now it's got a home. It's shepherded by Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. And it's going to be a Hulu series. Oh, a
1: Hulu series? Yes. Okay. I'm
3: glad it's going to be a series. About a movie. That's fantastic. I it's love an, this news. It's an incredible story. Yeah. I've seen a documentary on this guy in
1: oh, crazy, crazy time
3: oh, yeah. oh, look at the
0: time. It's time yep. for random thoughts. You're listening to Lori and Julia My Talk 1071. We'll be back to tell you what high end retailers getting into the weed business. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. ever noticed that. You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And
2: now, Julia's random thoughts.
0: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is, people. Okay, a lot has been happening at Barney's this week. I'm going to give you oh, really? two oh, different like stories, that. all right? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. One is that Barney's is going into the weed business. Naturally, Barney's, New York, are. which is such a fantastic, lovely store. Oh, my gosh, isn't it? I love I love that store. So luxury clothing retailer Barney's is going into the pot business. Barney's announced that they have plans to open a high-end cannabis shop inside their flagship Beverly Hills store. Hmm. Um, The legal dispensary called the high end will be billed as a high end luxury cannabis and wellness concept shop. The company's CEO said Barney's has always been on the cutting edge of fashion and culture. Now they want to bring the exceptional shopping experience to Barney's of Barney's cannabis connoisseurs. You know, um, I remember when friends of mine went to Aspen after Colorado opened, um, you know,
1: yes,
3: yes. Oh, weed weed legalized. Came uh, yes.
0: Recreational weed was legal. It was legal. And in Aspen, I mean, the stores were like going into a Prada store. It's so decadent oh, and lovely. Oh. And if you've never if you've ever mm. been in one, they're very, um, there's a rendering of the high end of what it will look like oh, in Barney's New York. Yes. It's
1: very chic.
0: It's very she, she, she. Mm. Yes. But like all over, you know, when we were out in LA, they were all over when we walked up and down Santa Monica and they're, um, you know, they're nice. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. not like there's anything, you know, and... um, You're not going behind bead curtains with tie dye and, and sheet and Chong greeting and you. But that you was can. fun yeah. when you used to go behind the curtain to get, like, your X-rated movies, remember? When you'd go get your videos and you'd go I, I, into the back room. I don't
3: think Holly is old enough to
1: remember Oh, you that. didn't? No, I remember the adult dirty section, except they had swinging barn doors at the place where <laughs> we <laughs> oh, used to go. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> or saloon doors. I mean, <laughs> you can those, buy... So- A pot grinder at Barney's, or you'll be able to here for almost $1,500. You can buy a $900 bong, I ask you, whatever happened to a nice old apple? I ask you whatever happened to toilet paper and tinfoil. Yes, well, oh I mean, God. so,
0: you know. And Look. when you don't have tinfoil, get a Philadelphia cream cheese lining. Works Business, just as well. That's right. Business is booming. <laughs> Coke in can. This,
1: this is smart for Barneys to get into this in How, California. It's smart for
0: everyone. I hope Minnesota legalizes it. I mean, it is smart for, it's it's a good income thing. But now, if we go to Barneys New York, and you happen to be Chance the Rappers, uh, girlfriend, yeah. they closed down the store for her to have a shopping spree. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Head of the holiday on Thursday, mm. champs... Oh, no, this is Barney Chicago. Had them close early on Monday so his fiance Kristen Corley, could have the place to herself as she went on a shopping spree. Oh. Mm. She shopped until presumably presumably she dropped. I'm dreaming right uh-huh. now. Uh mm-hmm. huh. I, I can't even imagine... How lovely that would be. Yeah. The aunt yeah. Kept himself busy by dancing to the mind numbing tunes, Baby Shark. <laughs> oh, Baby <God>. Shark. <laughs> uh huh. <ls> <ls> mama shark. Spending all your money. Do, 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 do. Look at the No, she's spending Does all, all his, his money. Yes. Um, it says she <Xue> left with four extra large shopping bags and four garment bags filled with clothing, shoes, accessories. Oh. They they enjoyed while they were shopping bite-sized sandwiches, champagne, and macaroons. As one does. He shared some of the videos uh, on his Instagram stories. He's a good guy. He, He is.
1: How? Not only does he provide a shopping end. spree for his partner, but he does a lot of good in other ways. He does great good for other people. Yes, he does. In the community of Chicago, I'm just fantasizing about huh. spending somebody else's money and then I get to keep the things at the end. Because I used to do personal shopping at Barney's mm-hmm. when I was out in L.A., but it was like, oh, now I have to give this over to you. Mm. I'm
2: dreams. telling you.
1: Dreams, Julia. No, I know. <laughs> we have Dreams. Yeah, and it's okay to have have them. It's It's okay. If we got everything we wanted, how bored would we be? Thank Thank you for bringing it back to reality, Julian, spinning that positive perspective on it. What would we want for? What would we want? All right, what do you got? Well,
3: how about this? Uh, Ford, as in, yes, Ford, the motor company, is testing a bed that moves your partner back to their side when they roll towards yours.
0: What about just pushing them?
3: Well, Give them a cold foot. This is a prototype. It's called, a? yes, this is the actual working name, the lane keeping bed. And it does use the technology that keeps cars in the center lane. Just got it? Okay. And now the bed senses when someone has rolled too far onto the other side and automatically moves them back. It uses motion control, a revolving mattress, and pressure sensors to adjust throughout the night, ensuring that both sleepers have their fair share of the bed. And uh, according to this Dr. Neil Stanley, a sleep expert, he says that humans are very vulnerable when they're sleeping, and many couples each have less space than a small child has in a single bed.
0: Oh, this is so, stupid, so bad, Donnie. <laughs> I can't even believe. It's just, true. It's I, Ford I, Motor. I didn't even listen.
3: It's ah. Ford Motor Company. I'm not making but it, it up.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin. Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
3: I'm Bradley Trainer,
2: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
3: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Um, well, okay. Well. Uh, well, you know what? They got to like figure out how to make it into the 21st century. Listen, and a revolving mattress, if that's the way to go, then why not?
0: Oh, please.
1: I know. I know. All right, Roy what do you got? Oh, just gives you an elbow
3: in the back.
0: That's, that's what I just said. I would, <laughs> that's what that's what I just Push
1: them over. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, all right, I want to tell you the things that you're doing that, you're, that annoy your hairstylists. We all get our hair done. If you do any of these things, you're probably annoying them, but they're not going to say anything because they want your service and they want your business and they want your tip at the end. So when you turn up late, you're annoying your hairstylist. When you're lying about your hair history... Okay, not only
0: annoying them, you're annoying the people that have the appointment after
1: you. Thank you. It's a domino effect, mm-hmm. Julia. If you're lying about your hair history, you're probably annoying your hairstylist. Look, if you just own up to the fact that you bleached it, you dyed it out of a box, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Also, keeping quiet when you're not happy. That's a tough one to do. If I, You know, you get the bad haircut, and then you don't know how to express it. It's better... That you just say it and then not like passively cry. I may have not done that before. Uh, not sitting. I st- just always <laughs> know hair grows back. People, it, it does. Yeah. I, I that yeah. is just the common thing. And wear a hat when you. I brought in a wear picture a of Heidi Klum once to a hair person that I had never went to. Uh, I and I showed it, and then I ended up looking like a Donny Osmond mullet. Oh dear, I cried a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So you sit still. Don't fall asleep either, because that's really hard.
3: Does that, know, that actually he, happen? Yeah. People fall asleep in the stylist chair?
1: Yeah, if you're getting your hair done and you're getting your mm-hmm. hair foiled and you're sitting there for like two hours, Uh-oh. you totally doze off. Okay. Also have having unrealistic expectations. Like, look, we can't make you look like Heidi Klum. Why? <sighs> <laughs> why for well, crane out loud I'm paying exactly. you enough money and also uh, using your hair appointment as a therapy session apparently unless you know your hairstylist really well and you guys have a relationship with each other if you're just laying it all out there they probably don't want to hear it you're getting a little uh-huh mm-hmm, Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah okay. I don't know going to get my hair done may- gives me anxiety so all that are you list kidding is- me yeah really I why? totally because I just like all these the beauty rituals Going and getting like your nails done and your hair done like I don't have a regular hair person, oh, so I just kinda go and then I do it at the last minute. And then it's awkward. And then like when you get your nails done, that's also awkward. All why, the rituals are awkward. Why are you getting your
0: nails done? Because I never planned that ahead. I just drop by. No, it's
1: just like, I don't know, just sitting there and then I don't know what to do with my arms and my legs and my body. And it's just <laughs> weird. Board. And I'm sitting Be there getting my hair. page a magazine. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you. It's just like, it's just, oh gosh, I got to get my hair done, Julia. And I haven't made the appointment because I got anxiety about it. Oh, I'm just letting gosh. you know. I'll hold your hand. I'm not alone. Thank you, Julie. I'll hold your hand. All right. We'll be
0: right back with Kevin Kling. This is Lori and Julie on MyTech
2: 1071. She's up on all the trends.
1: This is the MyTalk Now trending report.
2: There are things you need to know.
1: All right, trending online this afternoon it's El Chapo. Joaquin El Chapo Guzman was found guilty today of all charges stemming from his role in trafficking billions of dollars worth of drugs into the United States. So that is happening. Also trending online would be Avril Levine and Nicki Minaj, their collaboration Dumb Blonde out today. Also a couple of trailers trending. One would be for the Rebel Wilson and Hathaway remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That movie will be out in May and also trending a new movie from director Danny Boyle uh, that is online right now and uh, that movie's called The Yesterday and it imagines a world where the Beatles never existed. Well, that's us trending here at My Talk, and want to remind you to join Bradley, Alexis, and Don for Big Climb Minneapolis, a stair climb event to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Saturday, February 16th, all the details over at our website at talk 1071com
2: now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Happy Palantines week. Want to show your best friend how much you love him or her? Here's a soundbite from a movie or TV show about friendship or between two friends. Be caller seven and name that movie or show and your bestie will win a Palantines package from Bachmann's featuring a dozen and a half roses and whipping cream truffles from Abdallah. The studio line is 651-641-1071, and here's the soundbite. Very classy. Well, we made a deal ages ago. Men, babies, doesn't matter. We're soulmates. Happy Palantines Week from your friends at MyTalk 1071.
4: I'm, a fan. I, I'm
0: having a fan all moment. I, I have friends who are too snobby to listen to me or they're like I always hear you and I said you were coming on the show and they're like oh, I'll listen then and I'm like wow thanks thanks so what a treat how thanks. are you today
4: really good good
0: yeah. okay so we have never I don't think ever interviewed you or talked to you and we've just been no. on doing this for like a little over 16 years I know. so yeah,
4: this is great
0: thank you for being here if no one has ever seen you perform, read your books, heard you before, how would you describe your show, the love show?
4: Oh boy. Well, we go into a lot of different aspects of love. There's family love. There's a, a lot of years I've had a dog on stage. One year I brought a horse on stage.
0: You did? Yeah. Did he nice. like you at O'Shaughnessy? Yeah,
4: yeah. I you oh, know, I, love that. I always wanted to have a horse. And then I could write his vet bills off. So <laughs> and uh, so every year something's gonna happen. And uh, and then we've got these wonderful singers, amazing singers Claudia Schmidt and Dane Stauffer and uh, Prudence Johnson, Dan Chenard, Mark Anderson on drum. It's just, and Simone Perrin. It's just like an all star group of singers. And
0: So you tell stories and then, yeah, and mm-hmm. then you have music and mm-hmm. sing. Do you sing love songs? Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like we the
0: Carpenters some, or are they? Uh,
4: kind of a little bit of everything. <laughs> There's Because every one of those singers kind of is a master of the, a different genre. And mm-hmm. so. You know, the, uh, Claudia Schmidt is a wonderful folk singer and, uh, you know, and Prudence torches it out. Yeah, you know, I and, believe it. Oh, man. And uh, and then Dane has like got Broadway songs. Everybody's got something. But then they blend their voices together and it's like magic. It's like all their voices blend and you won't think it hearing them apart because they're all so different. And That's then, wonderful. Oh, It's just, yeah, it's golden. Is
0: there a story? Is there a love story that you haven't told?
4: that I haven't that told. you haven't
0: told that's a real personal one um, or do you pretty much, are you pretty raw?
4: You know, I, th- I throw it out, but no, I, I, I pretty much put most of them out there because the ones that I tell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the ones though that I love, I, I the one that I, that, that, I love telling and, but I haven't told in the show what is that, uh, is, uh, is my grandparents when they first got married, it was back in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. And I remember there, uh, they, it, my grandpa. It was during Prohibition, and grandpa had something brewing in the basement he shouldn't have had. Mm. And uh, and the preacher was visiting, and they were having dinner, and the jars began to explode, and they started blowing up. And I and the, that's fam, that's family story is without missing a beat, he turns to my grandmother and says, "There go your peaches, honey." <laughs> And so that whenever something in our family is going off the rails, there oh, it goes it's the peaches. There, yeah, there go the peaches. Oh. So
1: it's, are some of these stories that you're going to be telling during the love show or have that element of there goes the peaches. Oh, there's a just, lot of there goes the peaches.
4: Now <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a few, he might end up getting stitches moments in this. Yeah. yeah. And do
0: you, and when you grew up, Kevin, mm-hmm. um, you know, you went to Gustavus Adolphus, right. you grew up in the Ossia area. Who did you like Whose stories did you love to hear? Who who told stories to you that you just were like, wow?
4: You know, back in that, I don't know. If people remember Gene Shepherd. Gene Shepherd was out of Indiana. He said, "Oh, I know how people know him. He wrote Christmas stories. Yes, yes. you know yes. Christmas yes. stories. So yes. that's one of his stories. But he could get on the radio, and he, he was a DJ in New York, mm-hmm. and he would start talking, and uh, and he would start telling stories, and he'd always wrap it up, and everything would come together. But he'd be over three hours into it. He'd have two minutes left, and we're going, he's not going to make it. He's right. not going to make it. And then he always made it. He always wrapped it up and brought everything to this beautiful, wonderful finish. But his stories and from Indiana were so gut-busting. And even when I was a kid, I, that was my idol. And, in fact, when people bring up Gene Shepherd, even in any kind of reference to what I'm working on, I just— I get all crazy because he's just the best oh
0: that is so yeah, and cool. he's the
4: christmas story guy oh yeah and he's got one about oh man he's got a a fourth of july one that's right up there with it about playing the tuba in the fourth of <laughs> july oh man it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> it goes so wrong uh but that's the, those are
0: always the classic ones that you have to remember forever
4: and that's like love i mean that's the thing about mm-hmm. the love story love you know it's like tragic i tell i tell people there's two stories you can't keep going too long on, dog stories and love stories, because something's going to happen. Something, so you, no kidding. No, you're at it, you know? <laughs> no, you're at no
0: kidding. Do you have, okay, so the tickets are available. The show is a couple hours probably? Yeah, yeah. Okay, at O'Shaughnessy this Thursday night, $27 people, and you offer discounts for almost half the world. Um, so just uh, call the ticket office at O'Shaughnessy. It's in St. Paul. They have good parking there. Yep. At St. Kate's. Um, do you have, are you working on another book? Do you, how long does it, first of all, how long does it take you to prepare for this show?
4: It takes a long time. I in it. fact, it, it really, from the end of this love show to the next one, I start collecting love stories and I'll hear a love story and I'll go, oh, that goes in the pouch. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like the hobbit. You yeah. know, I'm putting You're things together. You're yeah, a love yeah. story hoarder. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I, all year I'll collect little stories and now we're stringing them together. And all the musicians come in with music. They say, I've always wanted to sing this. And so then we put it together and it just, and, and we rehearse in people's living rooms. We end up laughing so hard. A lot of times we forget to rehearse and then we bring that to the stage. It's like a book club. It, it's so fun. And, but that spirit is what follows us on stage. Mm-hmm. And so it's like being in the living room and the audience just jumps. Aboard. Every year we have the funnest time.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait. That's I'm going right. to, I'm going to figure out a way to go to this. I, how fun and people we've been talking about last minute Valentine's day here yeah. is a perfect treat.
4: Well, that is the one thing this is both. And this is great for a day. In fact, one guy wrote a, a, an email one time and he said uh, uh your first show and i think it was in 2009 we did our first rendition and he said I, we went on our first date on that show and we're still married wow. and so that oh, one worked yeah. that one worked but this but this um you can it can be for family it can be for friends cuz like i said there's there's I think most of all, it's a couple hours where you know, you're going to be in the midst of kindness. And when do you get that in the world these days? I mean, it's going to be, we're going to be, it's going to be kind. It's going to be funny. It's going to be, you know, but it's, it's, it's ultimately really about and for love. And so that's what we want. That's what we want that feeling in the room. And so, you know, I mean, loves them. You wait, your heart's a muscle, right? So you yes. gotta work it out. Yeah, so come yeah. in. <laughs> I, now there you go. There, there yes. it is and
0: it's Heart Month, of
4: course. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Oh yeah, yeah, it is.
0: Do you like? Okay, so I don't even know if you have a partner, if you're in love, mm-hmm. if you are you married. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been with
4: Mary for twenty five years. So yeah, yeah. so yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: do you still write Valentine's Day cards? Oh
4: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. even during Valentine's.
0: You do during <laughs> yeah. that's a good time to remember. That's convenient. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would she say
4: you're romantic? I, yeah, I don't know. I think so. But I'm a guy, you know? And we, so we try. I think she would say I try.
0: and that's I a, hope so. I think, I think that's such a she, big important thing is effort.
4: She's romantic. So, is she? Yeah, she picks up the slack. Well, that's yeah, cool. That's great.
0: That's cool. Do you need to say hi to anyone? Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary.
2: <laughs> I hope Duly to noted. meet you sometime.
0: I totally hope to meet yes, you. She's
4: wonderful. Well, we have yeah. to go to our,
0: you know, that classic thing we do here, Hollywood speaking. Oh. Um, and this has brought tears to my eyes. And I just am so,
1: I f- this is a big deal. Thank oh. you for being on our oh, show. Oh, thank
4: you so much. Yes. Oh, gosh. No. I, yeah, yeah. And I'm, go and I'm see heaven
1: on Thursday night oh, at the Love Show, February 14th, one performance only, right? 7 oh, p.m. Yeah. So, I mean, be there, or be square, right? Yep. Yeah. So you can go and get tickets uh, at the box office, at the St. Kate box office, or give them a call.
4: So, right, thank yes. You.
1: Yep, we'll be right back.
4: So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's ringing.
3: What is the meaning of this?
1: got a little Priyanka Chopra to Hollywood speak here. So, all right, she's doing the press for Isn't It Romantic, the new movie that's out on Friday. Or is it already out? I don't even know. No, it's... I, th- I think it comes out, does it come out Valentine's Day? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. So anyways, <laughs> she's doing some press for this. And she revealed on Monday that while she and Nick Jonas are in no rush to start a family... She'll be ready for diaper duty when it comes. Mm -hmm. She said, we both know that it's something that needs to happen, but it's not something I think about very much. We're both very driven. We love our work. We're married to our work. Hmm. And we're both very supportive of each other's work. So I'm sure it will happen in an organic way.
0: What? Okay, okay, so here's the thing. Okay. I feel like something
1: gets lost in translation every time she speaks. She said we're married to our work. Well, that's convenient because she is married to Nick Jonas and their marriage is actually their job. That's what <gasps> they're doing right now. Oh,
3: sorry. Well, Stop. with all the receptions and everything. It's well, yeah. The exclusives with People Magazine,
0: the Spawn Con, but but all did that say, stuff. T- she did say she has to worry about the timing. I mean, she's 36 years old, so there is something about worrying about. Um, so that's
1: a little bit of a study mm-hmm. of duh right there mm-hmm. for her. Her. mm-hmm Ooh. well we wish them well okay <laughs> of course now <laughs> yes of course. we kind
0: of touched on this earlier and I'm just so surprised that um James Franco has never really apologized to Anna Hathaway mm-hmm. and in the 2011 Olympics they um Olympics Oscars. Or Oscars. The Oscars um they co-hosted together and Anna had originally turned it down uh, the job of being a host and James Frank heard she turned it down. And they went to him and she said he said, come on, come on, it'll be fun. Um, and um, while they were hosting it, if you remember, he just sat and did nothing like up on a ledge Then he put on a dress Then he sat on the ledge and just she was just vivacious and energetic and doing all the jokes with no one backing her up. And she said, if he just would have turned around and winked at me and said, I'm pranking you right now. She thinks she would have been okay with it. She would have been like, that sucks, but this is epic. And, And she says he might still turn around and do that on all of us someday, by the way. But when all the dust settled, Anne Hathaway was just like, you've got... To be kidding me.
1: Well, yeah. Look, James Franco treats his life as an art school project, or he likes to think he does that. But when you act like a jerk while you're doing it and you don't let people in on the joke, especially the ones who will uplift you like Anne Hathaway, leaving her in the dust, thats totally rude. It's so rude. Yeah. It's so rude And that he hasn't apologized. That is even ruder. Well, I mean, I don't think that we would expect James Franco to yeah. apologize.
3: I I would. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jay, why? Why would you? Why would he? He's too cool for the room, man. But yeah, right. come
0: on. Yeah. Well, you wake up some days, and you're. I mean, you would wake up someday and maybe be a grown up and do it. You would think. You would think. Mm. Madonna's neighbors. I mean, this is just. Oh, is this whoa. the co-op?
3: Yeah.
0: Woo. This keeps going on. <laughs> Madonna's neighbors want her to cover their one hundred and forty thousand dollar legal bill. And if going back, this is. um the material girl madonna sued her co-op in 2016 over a rule that said her children and domestic domestic help could not live in her 7.3 million dollar pad unless she was in residence at the time and this i'm sure is a result of people that were staying in her big pad that were making too much money acting unruly i mean this doesn't this doesn't come out of nowhere yeah okay so she has been suing them And um, they're fed up with her endless litigation against their apartment building. And they're asking a judge to force her um, to pay their legal bill. And um, the judge was not impressed with her bringing this case. He tossed out the suit or she tossed out the suit in 2017. And then she has appealed the ruling again. And her neighbors now just are just, they're done. She has seemingly endless means to pursue litigation. However, tenuous her claims may
1: be, we've had it. Well, it's the case of the the grumpy neighbor. I don't blame them either. Oh. Oh. Enough already.
0: Yeah, Enough enough. already because remember she parked, she wanted, she put a big block in front of the apartment building. She painted. The, parking. the street yeah. in yeah.
1: front of the apartment building to trick people to not park in front of her co-op. Mm-hmm. That's shady. I think so. Just pay up, Madonna. It's fine. What is that like a half, like two hours worth of work for you? It's, it's fine. It is fine. I think you should <sighs> do she's it. She's in Portugal, anyways. What does she care? Yeah,
0: that's right.
3: Boorish behavior again.
1: I do not like
0: that. What her when in portugal? No, when celebrities <laughs> act like they're all that. Yes, and don't follow basic rules. Yes, I'm rules special. And it, I'm special. Okay, so guess who inspired John Travolta to finally shave his
3: head? Hmm, another this ball guy? This is so
0: random. <laughs> yes, Donnie. Um, uh, was another ball yes. guy? Was it Xenu? No, <laughs> it was Pitbull. Oh,
3: Pitbull. oh,
0: Pitbull. Pitbull, you didn't see this Mr. one coming. Mr.
1: Worldwide. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: A good friend, Armando, Arma, Arma what's his name? Armando? Armando, thank you, Perez, Pitbull He lives his life like this. He would send pictures of me. I have all my hair. And he'd superimpose no hair and say, I prefer this. So I thought, maybe it's time to do it. (laughs)
3: Well,
1: I love it what? that Pitbull
3: kind of
1: said, "Come on." Well, thank goodness. But poor John Travolta is putting the wiglet bu- uh, wiglet business out of line. You know, I mean, he ha- probably has a whole like humidified room full of wiglets. He does. So his oh, wiglet, yeah. his wiglet tender. <laughs> I mean, I hope that that person still is employed. <laughs> wiglet. Well, we don't know. There probably is someone who cares be for. out of work. It. Listen,
0: they haven't. On styrofoam heads, and you comb them out afterwards. Yes. And when my dad, we'd deal with my dad's toupee, and we had jobs. I mean, someone would, (coughs) my little sister Catherine would pull out the two-sided tape. I mean, before Hollywood tape, there was toupee tape, which is Hollywood tape. And we would pull it out, and then one of us would have to hold it. My dad would snip, you know, the little strips, and then we'd pull back the, um, you know, the covering. Yes. So it would be sticky. And Dad, Dad would place it on the toupee, and then we'd cut another strip. I mean, it was an all-play. Oh, my god! And then he'd put it on his head, <laughs> and I can do his hand motion still. Yeah, okay. He would hold one side down by yeah. his part, hard to push the tape, and then his other hand would swoop <laughs> across like this. you oh. got to do the
1: swoop.
0: And then he'd... Mm, mm,
1: then, he'd mm, then he'd press mm, down. Mm, yeah. mm, oh, oh, it was, sure, I was sure secure. It's secure. Oh, it was just... There, yeah. Did wow. you ever put it on?
0: I, you know what, we I have it and a couple Christmases ago we all put it on and
1: took a picture. I have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have his toupee. Well, did he have oh more than gosh. one? Oh, yes. Oh, he uh, had so a one collection. Occasions. But my dad oh, took him off oh. before he died. Oh,
0: my dad, yes, before I he passed away. I never saw him in a toupet. No, he was bald. He was yeah. bald for a good 10 years. He yeah. finally let it go. But, so, once but just you, like John Travolta, you just kind of let it but go. But I think yeah. that would be so hard once you start wearing, he started in his late 20s. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't even that bald. Yeah. Well, and, just, and then you become so insecure without it, I think, that yeah. he kept it on forever. I
3: loved your dad. He never knew my name. He called me everything but the right one. Danny. Robert. How you doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? Robert. Mm -hmm. Dominic. It wasn't, he never
4: called me by my right name.
0: No, he, he, he didn't like it when that person I worked with um, would call him the Kenster.
3: Oh, he didn't like that? Oh, no.
0: He hated being called the Kenster. Oh, I don't. He did. Did I ever call him that? Yeah.
3: Oh, is that why he never knew my name?
0: No, he never knew. He, he's like me. Yeah. Okay. No, my dog, Tia, was Tina or Tina or Tony or Tiny. Um, my niece, her name is Meredith. My dad calls her Marabou. I still call her Marabou to this day. My dad did. <laughs> we never, he, he, <laughs> he just does not fall far from No, he no, doesn't. It does In not, this no. case. No. This is a skill I got from my dad, how yeah. to mispronounce uh, words and just yep. not know people's names but he was so sweet. Yeah, he was. All right, Christian Bale breaks his 10-year feud with his mother after epic family fallout ended in his arrest. Now, if anyone remembers, we were on the air when this happened. Yeah. The movie premiere of The Dark Knight was happening in London, and Christian Bale is English. And this is a big darn deal. It's his first um, Batman movie. The premiere is happening in London, and he fell out with his mom mom and his sister Sharon before. And what happened is... um, He was accused of getting into a physical altercation with his mother at the Dorchester Hotel the day before he was due to walk the red carpet in promotion of the Dark Knight. At the same time, Scotland Yard confirmed that Christian was arrested after voluntarily handing himself into the police station for questioning, but was later released without a charge. So something went down. There wasn't any evidence um, to take the inquiry any. Further, he denied the allegations. He refused to address the incident when he did walk the red carpet. And he then never talked to his mom until recently. Mm.
1: Deeply personal matter. That's what Christian Bale Mm -hmm. said at the time during a press conference for the Dark Knight. But now they are talking. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm.
0: Time heals everybody. But that was such... And I judged him so much for that. He was He's yes. known for having a hot day. Yeah, yes. Remember yes. him on the yes. set of
1: Terminator
2: where he was yelling
0: at people? Yeah. Woo. Mm-hmm. You know, no, he out. is out of the running right now for best actor because he did uh, not he even he was get in. It. Oh, he was winning early on. And was he, he did, was nominated for a BAFTA and he didn't even win. No. Yeah. Remy Malik's going to get it. Yeah. We'll be back so. after the top of our hour. we got a lot of things still to cover. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Laurie and Julie on My Talk 1071.